1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: This Acecast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection, go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com.
3: He shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready and fires at a curve freezes Otani. He's got a look How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch. Then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road.
4: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I'm going to be honest with you. If you're still with us right now, (laughs) I'm impressed and I appreciate it. Because that was an awful contest of sports as the a's lost 12 to 1 i talked about yesterday and i'll ask vince here in a second i talked about in june it's about you know finding some pieces finding guys that you know you can move i mean you got to be competitive are these games competitive was this a competitive effort back-to-back nights it wasn't, 0-2 in June. And that's really tough to say, Vince, because I don't want to say it because we like everybody involved, but that's really like the worst thing you can say about a team is when they're not competing and they're not competitive.
3: Well, you're right, Tony. I mean, first of all, yeah, are they trying? Absolutely they're trying. Are have Do the A's have the same kind of firepower or ability that the teams that they face? Really not at this point. They don't. And when you're pitching – performs like it did today, you know, when your starter's knocked out in the third inning, everything else just has a real sour taste in your mouth. And, look, the A's faced Houston, Seattle, Houston, Atlanta. You knew how good those staffs were, and they proved it against the A's, even though Oakland won two out of three from Atlanta. I don't know what's going to happen with this Marlins staff, but I'll tell you, at least against the Athletics, the first two days, Edward Cabrera and Yuri Perez have been very impressive. And the A's haven't haven't even seen the Cy Young Award winner. And that's tomorrow with Alcantara. So uh, it's a challenge, and the A's are up against it, you know, day in and day out. Day out. And where they go from here, uh, you know, I've, t- I've thought at times they've already reached maybe the lowest of the lows. I, I wonder if-, if today is another one of those situations where you reevaluate and say maybe this was the day that was as close to the bottom as you can get. And where the A's go from here remains to be seen.
2: Please tell me, because I don't have dinner reservations, I've got nothing to do tonight. I just got misery ahead of me all the way. I want – give me some – please tell me you got something going on tonight there in South Beach.
3: I will – I'll tell you this, Townie. I will disappear from the game of baseball. I will take my head away. I will try to put a smile on my face. I'll have a social beverage in my hand. Nice. And wake up and prepare and try to do it again tomorrow. I mean, Townie, look, when I tell kids all the time that send us, you know – their work and hoping to at one day to be fortunate enough to do what we've done for years, which is work in Major League Baseball. Don't send me your greatest hits. Don't send me, you know, when you've won seven games in a row. Don't send me your no-hitter call. Send me today's game. How do you entertain me on a day like this when your team is struggling like the A's are? How do you find ways to keep people tuned into the game? And as tough as it was, there's always stuff you write down in your book before the game, Tony. You hope that the game has enough Uh, things that are compelling, that keeps your attention strictly on the field. That was not the case today. And we, you know, Alex and I basically emptied the tank on everything we wrote down, trying to go back and forth on stuff that had nothing to do with the game on the field, but had some connection to the A's or to the Marlins or to the East Bay. And that's the best we could do today.
2: Well, tomorrow I want your best Orange Bowl moments.
3: You know what? I've got a few. I'll be more than happy to share those with you.
2: I remember when Dr. Tom Osborne and the Nebraska Cornhuskers I was there. couldn't beat the Miami Hurricanes. I
3: literally was there for two Orange Bowls working for NBC Radio. i got plenty for you tomorrow if that's what you want.
2: Right, well, we'll do them tomorrow at, at 10 a.m. our time, my friend. You have a good evening.
3: All right, Tony. Thanks. Appreciate it.
2: The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. I mean, you have to laugh. I mean, you really have to laugh. I mean, we're talking 13 straight road losses. We're talking one and twenty-four in day games. There's nothing that I'm gonna say to, to there's nothing that I'm gonna say in this show that is gonna matter I mean you've said it all I mean we're in June and you're just you you're at a point and it's the worst point you can get losing winning there's always gonna be a winner and a loser that's always gonna be here it's how pro sports works the worst trait you can have doesn't matter the sport doesn't matter the team the worst trait you can have is you're not competitive you can lose and you can get beat and you can i mean that happens there's always going to be good teams and there's always going to be bad teams that's just it's always it doesn't matter if you're talking about the NBA the NFL hockey just the way it is but when it gets to a point to where you're just not you're not competitive and you're not really competing. Like there was nothing about today's game that says this was competitive. And I keep saying that I'm not I'm not going with all the excuses. See to me it's easy to make the excuses. Right? The immediately it's about payroll. Well, we just Let's go up and down the lineup right now. We never had a problem when Ramon Laureano, when Ramon Laureano was playing for a playoff team. He's played in the playoffs before. Seth Brown came up in the organization when things were going good. Jace Peterson is a veteran player. Tony Kemp has played on some very good teams. I mean, night after night, if you had to let Miss Diaz, he just got a World Series ring. So you you can't sit here and blame. Yes, you can, but that's just easy and cheap. That's the cheap way out. And not holding people accountable. I mean, face it, Ruiz, this is a guy a lot of people have wanted. I mean, I can go down the line and say, you know what, stop making the excuses. There's no way. Even... Even if you wanted me to buy into, wow God, look at the payroll, I get it, they still should have more than 12 wins. No matter what the payroll, you can be paying you could be paying everybody the minimum and you should have more than 12 wins. A highly skilled AAA team would probably have more than 12 wins. easily. Something's wrong. It's just, it's just everything that could go wrong, has gone wrong. And then you dealt with that for two months. Now you're at the point of you're not competing. I mean, are we really gonna sit here and say the Marlins are a great team and oh boy, you're just running into a juggernaut? I mean you can, I mean it's it's tough not to laugh. like what else you got? We're past anger, right? You're past anger. You're now at the point of, okay, what what are you going to do? Because <clears throat> you still have the rest of June. You've got July. You've got August. You've got September. Because in the back of everybody's mind, there's been this belief that, okay, it's going to turn around. Okay, it's going to turn around. Once you got through May and you look up and it's June 3rd, it hasn't turned around. Like I said, a 13 straight losses on the road, 1-24 and 24 in day games. You were happy to get the two against the Braves, which were great and we enjoyed. But, man, man I, I don't know how the front office is going to handle this. I don't know how the coaching staff's gonna handle it. I don't know how Mark is gonna handle it. We're at the beginning of June. And and all the cutesy sticky things that have been being said on all the broadcasts and stuff like that, like that that's getting old. Like everything's getting old really fast. You know, you want to be positive. You want to support the guys. You know they're working hard, but at some point, okay. It's June 3rd. I can't say it enough. It's June 3rd. You've got a full month of baseball left before you hit July. All-Star break is a long way away. Trading deadline is a long way away. We're not even in the dog days of summer yet. Just think about that. We're not even in the dog days. Imagine what September's going to look like. August. August playing in the heat in the Midwest and the Northeast and in the South. Man, that's what I'm saying. Nothing's cute anymore. The shtick, the cutesy stuff, all that, from broadcasters to interviews. I mean, all of it is just like, as someone who consumes this every day, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? That's what I'm saying. You can't dress something up that's not competitive. You just can't. The number is 833-625-2278. Tough one as the A's lose to the Marlins 12-1. And the good news is the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner has not been throwing the ball well. So you got that going for you. And we'll talk about it next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1 800 Xfinity, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account, restrictions apply, taxes and fees extra. After promo regular rates apply. actual speeds vary.
3: Hey, Ace fans.
0: 2-1 pitch. Bleday swings, lines it to the gap in right center field. Nobody's there. That's up the alley. That is going to roll to the wall. Bleday is around first, cruising into second base with a one-out double. His second two-base hit in as many games in his return to South Florida. You're listening
3: to the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: I guess you could say that was a positive. If you're searching for some positives, we're going to point out, well, hey, Bleday had a double. Langilleers at a double. Ruiz at a double. Noda with a couple base hits and a walk. But you can't. It's tough to live on that every night, right? Like, how is it? Hey, Noda. Noda went two for four tonight with a walk. That on base percentage, it's, like, uh, it's, t- it's tough. It's tough. But Medina is just puzzling. How your stuff could be that electric. And I know Scott Emerson talked about they've been working on some things, but he just all of a sudden got so hittable so fast, and they just pounced on him. And what does it all start with? To all the kids out there listening, What did this all start with? A walk. A walk. You can't defend a walk. Walks are death. Now, every once in a while, you pitch around a guy, you young pitchers. You will have to pitch around a guy. There's just a guy. It's a bad situation. You don't want to deal with it. You got to pitch around him. But if you walk guys, it starts innings. It's like kindling. You want to get your fire going? Walk people. It's lighter fluid. I can't get the light. I can't, can't get this thing to light. Well, go get your lighter fluid. It'll light. Well, it's the same thing. I can't score any run. Walk people. See what happens. Walking, walking people is straight lighter fluid on a camping trip. What happens? Walk, then it goes double. Double base it, base it, sack fly, base it. And your goose is cooked. Once again, you get in out, Segura pops up. This is the bottom of the second inning. Segura pops up. He's been brutal this year, but he pops up. Foul territory. And then you walk a guy. And then after that, you're done. Double, double, base it, base it, sack fly, base it. Now, when you only score one run and you get shut out last night, you're not really – I mean, once again, you're just not competitive. So it's like there's not much to really say there. You've scored two or fewer runs – and 13 of the last 15 games. So you're not getting pitching. You're not getting hitting. And if you ever get one or the other, they never seem to go together. It's just really it's happened twice. Twice in Kansas City, twice at home against the Atlanta Braves. But one of the things you can look at when you're watching a game like this today, if some of you even hung around long enough, is when your starting pitcher goes out and is brutal, I mean, you just take the air out of everything. This this is starting to be what one of the problems with this team is when negativity starts to happen, you you already know this is we're losing. We're done. Right. Teams that have confidence, teams that have good feelings, teams, they get down a few runs and they think, oh, no big deal, we got seven innings left. Teams like this get down four runs, three runs, and they know it's over. See, that's that's this mentality that's with this club right now, that everything is so negative. That's why I'm saying all the let's still have fun and sh- do our shtick and do all this, like, that's not working. Because the product on the field telling us they're not having fun. I don't want to hear that these guys like each other. I don't want to hear these guys are playing cards and they're friends and they go out and they have dinner. Nobody cares. Because when they put the uniforms on they get in the dugout, the minute one bad thing happens, they're all hanging their heads and they know you're done. And it's just... At times, there's this stuff that, that you know, I'll tell you, know what? You always, if you want to do criticism, you criticize the guys you really like. You criticize the guys you believe in. That's not low-hanging fruit. You know how much I love Noda and Ruiz. I love Ruiz. I love Noda. like Noda getting his base hit, his last base hit in the ninth inning. You're down 12-1, and you round first base, and you look into the dugout, and you give the little cutesy hand hand signal back to everybody, which is now the norm in baseball. Everybody has some type of hand signal back to the dugout. I watched that. You you know what? I'm probably talking to myself. I understand this. I'm probably talking to myself, and I'm probably the only one still watching the game at that point. But if you are out there and you watched it, you'd have to be like, what are you doing? You're doing cutesy hand signals to the dugout and you're down 12-1? Like, read the room, man. You're down 12-1 to and you're giving hand signals. It's like... You're down 8-1, to and finally someone hits a home run, and you're breaking out the Thor hammer? What? You've lost 13 straight games on the road, and you have a Thor hammer? The fact that you even have a Thor hammer is unbelievable, let alone you bust it out. I don't know what to do. Now, have I been through something like this before? Yeah, I did that 1-15 in Raiders season. That was really bad. But but in football, you know you play like this, you're going to get the number one pick in the draft. And you know the way it works, you can just can everybody. Football, you can just re- replace the entire roster. Now, technically with this team, that could happen too. There's just a couple of guys who have contracts and none of them are that big that you couldn't walk away from them. But these these weekly interviews and these interviews with Mark Kotze and with David Forrest, they're going to be interesting because it's going to be like, as I mentioned, you got you got all this time left. You've got a lot of games. Like, how much more of this as professionals can people take? 'Cause there is I would love to find I would love to find something I could say, what's the positive from today and yesterday? You got shut out yesterday and you scored one today. The fact that Trevor may threw a scoreless inning, knowing what he's been battling off the field and that he's been throwing the ball better, okay. I'll go with that. Nick Allen played some solid defense. Oh, today, no question. I mean, so there's real, real little things, but man. I'll tell you what, watching a Rise play, I, I I talked about this on Friday. That there's two guys in the series that remind you of playing in the eighties. One obviously is Ruiz stealing bags and Luisa Rise. Guy's hitting 390. What a day he had. Five for five, three doubles. Man, this is stuff Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs and Rod Carew used to do. George Brett, 390? Got a long way to go, but you're hitting 390 in June? That is super impressive. That's amazing. I love seeing that. I hate seeing him do. Hey, I hate seeing him do that against the A's. But I got to tell you, watching a guy hitting three ninety right now. I mean, you saw George Brett take four hundred pretty deep. He ended the season at three ninety. Tony Gwynn ended at three ninety four in the strike shorting season, and he was climbing, but he finished at three ninety four. I mean, you've seen certain guys get really high up there in batting average. I, it's a treat to watch this guy. And, oh, yeah, he's got an OPS of 926. He doesn't hit home runs. You know what he does? He's a productive-ass player. That's what he is. And I'd take this guy any day of the week. He's got nowhere to play. Remember they were saying when he was traded? He's got nowhere to play. Are the, are the Marlins... The Marlins are they thirty one and twenty eight without this guy hitting three ninety and doing what he's doing? I don't think so. Let's go to Joe in Monterey. Joe, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show.
5: Yeah, Tony, man, some of the stuff you bring up, I think the same thing when I'm watching the game. You know, the oh, the flight to to uh, Miami was was great. The playing cards. are all upbeat. You know what? You're still twelve and forty six. So what's there to be upbeat about? And in the little Little hand thing when you're down twelve to one because you got a base hit. I mean, I don't know. It's it's really frustrating, you know. And and, I, and like go I've uh, I've DFA'd the um, the the Comcast uh, broadcast team. I uh, what I've been doing is I've been syncing the A's cast uh, with the TV when I'm not watching others. Today I couldn't do it because I was watching OU softball. But man, th- those man, th- they're sunshine pumpers. They're telling me. You know, this is this is a bad year, and the oh, this is positive. This is you know, this is great, and uh, no one said anything about how shallow Ruiz was playing on uh, when O'Reilly knocked that double over his head. Man, was he shallow or was he shallow on that thing?
2: Oh, yeah, we we you you I actually texted our radio team because on TV, he was shallow. There was some hesitation, didn't look like a great route, and then he almost got it. So it's like if there's not hesitation and it's a better route and he's not so shallow, he catches that ball. And now that's not three runs. And, and, they, and they I got the it. answer. I got the. I, so basically I say, hey, I'm watching it on TV. I texted our broadcasters, and they saw what I saw. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, but yeah, but right now if you criticize – any, If you criticize certain things with certain people, they're going to give you a million excuses. But, yeah, I mean, those are things that certain plays have to be made. And if you don't make it, once again, it's, it's stuff like that, that all of a sudden that ball drops, here comes three runs, and the whole dugout's going ballgame over. Like every little thing has to go right for this team to win games. And I, yeah. I am all for I am all for letting Ruiz stay in center and just let him let the struggles happen. Let him learn. Let him learn how to play it. Let's see if he can play it long term. I got into this with Shooty Babbitt the other day at NBC. I, I'm like, okay, I but I'm going to recognize he's not good in center. I'm going to recognize that. Everybody wants to blow smoke right now And I know they even said on the broadcast today that, oh, he's playing a good center. No, he's not. But I'm willing to sit back in a year like this and say, hopefully the kid learns. But instincts aren't something that are always learned. I mean, a great example is not all doctors or lawyers or not all highly skilled professionals are the same. Certain doctors are better than others. Well, they all went to medical school, but certain doctors are better than others because they got instincts and they're really good at it. And others don't have great instincts. But they all went to law school, they all went to medical school, but some guys and some gals are just better than others because they're special. And they've got those instincts and that stuff that they didn't learn at medical school or they didn't learn at law school. So not all lawyers, not all doctors are created equal. Well, that's the same thing with ball players. Not all ball players, not all athletes And it's not always the guys who are the best athletes. I was thinking about this the other day. Two of the greatest receivers of all time. I'll give you three. Jerry Rice, Freddie Belitnigoff, Steve Largent. I'll even throw in Tim Brown. None of these. Well, Tim Brown was a blazer, but he hurt his knee. But these guys, they weren't beating you in a 40-yard dash. But they had instincts. They were smart. They ran great routes. They had great hands. There's been plenty of guys who run under a 4-3-40 who sucked at wide receiver. They were drafted because of their athletic ability. But they didn't have instincts to play the game. you got to have the instincts to play the game. Doesn't matter the sport. You don't have to be the fastest point guard to be one of the best point guards. Got to have the instincts. Got to know how to run an offense. Not everybody has it. Yeah. But but you know what? In a year like this, I'm willing to say, man, put Allen out there every single day. I'm willing to say put Note at first every single day. Put the young guys out. Langoliers, put them behind the plate every day and let's see. Put Ruiz in center field. Put, put whoever who, Who's next? Get Diaz back up here. Get off Get Soderstrom. The kids from AA. Bring them up too. I mean, you've already. By the way, the A's have already used forty-five guys. We're just June third, and it's forty-five guys.
5: and and seeing that's another thing. You know, they they continually to run out. I mean, uh, at second base again, playing at second base hasn't had a hit, and what, he's got zero for twenty or something. And and uh, Peterson, like I say, he'll get some of the young guys up. I mean, this season, it's not like we're going to go on a 50 game winning streak and get back in the playoff hunt. This this season is pretty lost. So, what we need to see is, you know, what's our future? What's it going to be like in 2024? So, like you say, get them up here. And and you know what? If you if you sign these guys and you know, what you're going to have to take a hit, you know, take take that hit. But for them to continue to take playing time uh, uh, for players that are going to be there in 2024, some of these guys we know they're not going to be here next year. So, you know what? Why let them take up playing time from guys that are going to be here next year and are going to be here in 2025. That's the, that's the frustrating thing about this. You know, and that's why I, some, some of the things that Kate does, I just don't understand. And I don't know if it's, his hands are tied or I, I don't know. You'd probably know, you'd know better than I would. But well,
2: yeah. And there's always going to be things about when they want to call people up and start playing people and, and arbitration clocks and free agency clocks and all that kind of stuff. But at some point they've got I mean there's some point you can only watch this so much longer. Thank you, Joe. I mean I we all love Tony Kemp and it's like we say this every night. We all love Tony Kemp. I mean how many times have we said that? We all love Tony Kemp. He was over 3. Tony Kemp sent 150. Is this all I mean clearly this all isn't Tony Kemp's fault, but that's just the point of you're still playing veteran guys, and he's hitting. He, this guy's hitting 130. Jace Peterson has a two-year contract. He's hitting 195. I mean, it's it's it's. I forget what Allemus Diaz is hitting. He's in the 190s. I mean, it's it's rough. It's rough for the veteran guys. There's no doubt about it. Seth Brown has come off the IL. Seth Brown's back. Seth Brown, sweet. Oh yeah. He's 0 for 4. He's batting a buck 62. I mean, think about that. The guys that are actually doing something for you are the young guys. The older guys, Ramon Laureano's hitting 219 with a 665 OPS. You don't care about batting average. I know they care about OPS. Seth Brown's batting 162 with a 554 OPS. Jace Peterson is hitting 195 with a 573 OPS. Tony Kemp's hitting 150 with a 450 OPS. I mean, wow. I mean, wow. These are, trust me, these are not the shows I want to do. I wanted this to be the little engine that could, that battled every night, right? That would have been a cool season. The little guy that fights every night, that fights you. And gets some wins here and there, but fights you every night. Every night, tough as nails. And you're not getting that. What you're getting is a non-competitive performance performance too many times road trip mike you're on the A's clubhouse show
6: how you doing Tony? you know
2: what i'm miserable
6: yeah i I can definitely uh understand what you're saying and um i'm with you all the way on the young guys i talked with nota tonight you know we talked about some at-bats yesterday and things and his confidence is there he just thinks well, when um, they start taking me seriously uh, with the strike zone, then it'll come along. But till then, I'm going to keep battling. And Ruiz, he played shallow and or played deep early on. Now he's playing shallow. He's going to learn how to play center field. He has to. Otherwise, what are our options? You know, we got to stick with the young guys. I'm with you all the way on that. And I am in Miami, and I'm watching these. I had a fan boo me earlier yesterday, and then one asked me, say, is anybody hitting over 300? You know, no, but we'll get there. And uh, these fans weren't as kind as some of the others.
2: <laughs> some of their fans gave you the
6: business there in South Florida? Oh, yes, they did. They gave it to me. So what did I do? I went to Key Largo. Saw a great sunset, had a great dinner. Then I went a jet skiing and came up here to Miami Beach and hit South Beach. So, hey, there's positives in everything.
2: Oh, you're damn right there is. I tell you what, uh, I've been to South Beach, and there, it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of trouble you can get into with South Beach.
6: Yes, there is, absolutely. And there, there are things that you say that you just shake your head at. But it's a good time. Had all morning there and all day, and I'm probably going to go there for dinner tonight. But if you ever come to South Florida, you got to go to Key Largo.
2: Well, I can tell you, F- I, I, I've seen stuff on South Beach that you look over and you go, you can't do that. That's not legal.
6: <laughs> and, I saw that today.
2: Yeah, they do so. you go, you can't, that's not legal. But it's South Beach, and uh, they have different rules in South Florida. There's no quote. Qual- Where are you going
6: now, road trip? Where are you heading? Well, I'm here for one more day, and I will be at tomorrow's game. Then I got to hightail it to Pittsburgh. I got 17 hours to make it for Monday's game.
2: Oh, what a so- letdown. You got to go from Miami to Pittsburgh?
6: Yes, Exactly. Ugh. God. But the only thing I'm looking forward to is I wish I knew the name of the restaurant right next to the stadium that cooks a steak on a stone at your table, because that's going to be a great meal.
2: Well, you know what? Call us when you're in
6: Pittsburgh or call us tomorrow on your way there. I most certainly will, Downey. You take care and the misery will go away. I know. I
2: know. You know, I appreciate it. I texted this to my boss the other day, the great D.A., great delay I said you know what I will never ever take for granted a winning season again I i mean seriously you know how many people have called me over the years we won 97 game well we only were in the wild card and then we lost in the wild card think about all the people that had that mentality of after 162 162 games 6 months plus just a grind to complain that they only won 97 games and they didn't make it out of the wild card now how that how how does how does that, that agent how does that type of entitlement feel now knowing that yeah oh your 97 wins isn't good enough huh Now you, know, you kind of know how Pirate fans were speaking of Pittsburgh, and that's the next destination. Pittsburgh Pirate fans went 20 years. Their team was under 500 for 20 straight years. You just never thought that kind of stuff could happen. Well, it can. I will never, ever hold me to this. Mark the tape, Vince. Mark the tape. I will never take a winning season for granted again. Even if it's a winning season and you don't make the playoffs. Like, let's just say it's 85 wins or 86 wins. I won't take that for granted. Never again. Could you be better than 86 and maybe get into the 90s and make the playoffs? Sure. But I'm always going to remember, you remember when it was 12 and 48? Never going to forget this and I'm gonna appreciate all the winning seasons that I've worked and really enjoyed. The number, 833-625-2278. You wanna call in? I'll get to you. All the calls next right here on the A's Clubhouse show. The doctor
7: will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a
6: mother who's a daughter and a caregiver, fearless but sometimes fearful, a health nut with a French fry habit? An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org.
4: Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary.
8: We're almost halfway through baseball season, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from Top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and tops.com to collect the newest product of the season, Tops Series 2 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today.
3: his average is getting a much needed boost from 179 at the start today the 220 standing in right now he swings the scorch one off the left side of the mound backhanded by Allen throws the first dig by Noda they do it again Allen and Noda in tandem they retire Joey Wendell spectacular defensive effort by the A's inner defense you're listening to the A's clubhouse show
2: number is 833-625-2278. Poly B on the mound tomorrow against Sandy Alcantara, the reigning NL Cy Young Award winner, but he has struggled this year. 4.93 ERA. It's going to be early. Get up early. Let's go to Mike in Texas. Mike, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
1: What's going on, Johnny?
2: You know what? Yes. I, I, I appreciate all of you who are showing up on a Saturday night, after the A's lost 12 to
1: one, this this is almost getting unwatchable. This is, and I and I go back to the conversation you had with David Force. I think it was Wednesday when last year, when asked about bringing guys from Double A to the majors, it was an absolute quick no. But after my conversation with Bobby Crosby and his reaction, and David Force said, "Well, we've talked." And he named the Big Four by name, and I watched them play here in Corpus Christi. They all four stick together. All four play a good brand of baseball. Billy's done it before. It's time. Like you said, you love your vets, but good God, they're not even hitting their, you know, their body weight. Let's it's time to go. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean it's it's um it's it, it's like. You know it's going to happen that's why I use the analogy of the ripping off the band-aid you know it's gonna oh, yeah. hurt, but you just got to do it. it's like you know this is gonna happen like you, you you are you really gonna carry this into July like do you really think that like all of a sudden everybody's gonna get hot and the veteran guys are gonna get hot and then you're you're gonna be able to move them I mean at some point you're like but I don't know. I I don't know what their threshold is. I, I I know from talking with Mark Kotze every single week. He 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 he's at he's out of patience. Like, but I don't know what the patience is for the front office. We won't know until the moves are made. But we know the moves will be made.
1: Oh, let's. A litmus DS can't hit now. Tony Kemp can't hit. Um, you know. You put Denzel Clark or you put Lawrence Butler out there in right field with, uh, with J.J. Blade and Ruiz, everybody's worried about Ruiz playing center. He's going to get better. He's going to get better. And Joe Rudy took a long time, but he got better and got to be a great left fielder. This is just – let's put him out there. And if you put Denzel Clark or Lawrence Butler out there with the other two, that's the fastest outfield in baseball. Let's, let's go play some defense or let's, let's get on the road to starting to put a really good team together. Let's, you know, let's put Bridges over at third base. And let's, let's just, like you say, rip it off and let's start going forward.
2: Yeah, I remember having a, a great conversation with Jim Leland, the legendary manager about that, a guy who Mark Kotze just praised when he played for him. And I said, Jim, you know, you got some really good young players. If you bring them up and they don't do well, you worried about when you send them down. He goes, no, because if they're legit, they'll go down, figure it out, and they'll be back. If they're not legit, they won't figure it out, and they won't. It's that simple. So this whole, like, treating everybody like they're so fragile, and, oh, my God, if we bring them up and it doesn't work, and what will we do? It's like, no, bring them up. Give them an opportunity they struggle struggle really bad god knows there's one place you can send every hitter if he's really struggling it's called las vegas nevada cuz i think even i could come out of retirement and put up some type of numbers in las vegas
1: but even david force said that day if you remember sending those four from from midland to vegas you know the metrics for the hitting down there isn't going to isn't going to improve or do anything for them they're so bringing them right to the A's for Midland, and when they come here to Corpus Christi, it's hot and it's humid. When you see them hit a ball, and you hit a home run here, you've earned it. It's it's not some wind wind aided or dry area. You you have you have to hit one, and all four of those guys just smash the ball. It's it's time. It's let It's time.
2: Well, it's it's one of the horrible. Thank you for the phone call, Mike. It's one of the horrible things about our sport is that you will deny people the opportunity based on future contracts. It's just, it's, 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 it's hard to believe. But that's what happens with our game. People are, they're worried and I'm not saying we're doing that right now. I'm just being general with what happens in the game of baseball. The fact that you don't want to bring guys up for a certain time because you don't want to start that clock. And it's the way they've designed our game, which is a shame. Because it should be whenever somebody you think can help you, you win, you bring them up and play them. Like just to give you an idea of how ridiculous Major League Baseball is, just just to, just I'm I'm gonna throw this at you, and I just want you to think about it. This would be like the Chicago Bulls drafting Michael Jordan out of North Carolina and hardly playing him because you're worried about starting his free agent contract. Like you just go, that's stupid. That would never happen. I know, I know, stupid. You're going to draft Kareem Abdul-Jabbar out of UCLA, the most dominant player in basketball, pros or college, and you're not going to play him because you're worried about when he becomes a free agent. Peyton Manning coming out of the University of Tennessee, Indianapolis is going to be like, nope, we're not going to play him. John Elway coming out of Stanford, not going to play him. Worried about when he's going to be a free agent. You say these names, I mean, I, I obviously I'm using the extreme greats, right? You say their names, you go, that's stupid, you'd never do that. Oh, in baseball we would. In baseball we would draft Michael Jordan and keep him from the big leagues as long as we could until uh, so we could stunt his free agency. That's how our game's design. And it's not these front office guys' fault. Like, these rules were we got a lot of guys in the front office are not, they're, they're not old guys. This stuff was collectively bargained years before them. Like, this was collectively bargained well before David Forrest was ever general manager of the A's. Like, I could just, knowing David the way I do, I know if I asked David, David be like, I have no control over it. I didn't you – know, no, you don't. But it's the way the game is, and it's smart business to not pay a guy, especially in a season that doesn't matter. I understand it. I hate it. But when you're 12 and 48, you're not going to rush anybody to start anybody's clocks. Why would you do that? I mean, you've got news out of – Nevada saying a new ballpark in Vegas wouldn't be till 2028 anyway. Who knows? If that falls through and then Oakland, I mean who knows? So why would you start a guy's clock now? See, when you listen to this show, I think of everything in baseball terms. I'm a baseball guy. I'm not politics. I've never I've never run for office. I've never covered politics. I'm not an elected official. I'm not a lobbyist. I don't know that stuff. I talk baseball. So I think of everything in terms of baseball. I understand. Do I want to start really Soderstrom's clock, Geloff's clock, Clark, Butler? Do I want to start any of these guys' clocks, knowing that there's no new stadium at the very best, 2028? So I get it. But then I have to say to myself, But I still have to do a show every night, right? I've got to do talk shows, post-game shows, pre-game shows. I've got to talk about this. I just can't sit here and say, well, the rules of baseball and the front offices, you can do it once, but you just can't do it over and over again. So we have to sit here and go, yeah, I'd like to see these kids. And it's going to be a tough situation. There's tough calls that are coming right now. They know it and I know it. I don't have to call David Force to know tough decisions are coming. They're coming. And there might be, and I hate to say this, there might be tough decisions with the staff. There might be some tough decisions. Once again, when you're not competitive and people aren't getting better, that's not a good look. It's not. And it's just June 3rd. That's why you listen to this program. You're going to get the real here. I think we're all going to admit the sticky stuff is shtick and some humor. and We need humor and we need to laugh. There's no question. But day in and day out when you're 12 and 48, eh, it's not going to work. And unfortunately, there's going to be some tough decisions. That's how how every business works. You guys, everybody out there listening right now, you work for somebody. When things aren't going well, does everything stay status quo? No. Why would that happen in baseball? Let's go to Lucas in Australia. It's Sunday. I'm going to say it's like Sunday morning in Australia.
9: It is Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and nice. I got up at six AM to listen to this uh, this game this morning, and I'm thinking it's Sunday, and I could have slept in, but no, I got up and listened to it. And you wait, 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 in, wait, went,
2: wait, wait a minute! You got up out of bed to listen to this game today?
9: Well, I'm a lot like we're all suffering, but I thought I'll, I'll listen to the game. I knew it started at six, so I'll listen to the game. So. I set my alarm to go off at 6 on a Sunday morning. Oh, my. Oh, um, sounds horrible. And Yeah. It was uh, not good. I mean, it's one of those times that I'm glad that I can't see it. <laughs> so I can sort of walk away from the radio for a bit yeah. and then come back and, you go, and then you go, oh, you've got to be kidding. I
2: mean, I was, was miserable getting up at 9 a.m. today. You got up at <laughs> 6.
9: Yeah, not, not on a work day.
2: Oh. Bad idea, my friend. Bad uh, idea.
9: It was. It was um, so I won't be getting up. Well, I get, I get up early Mondays anyway for work, but I definitely won't be getting up at 3 to watch the, listen to the game tomorrow. Because those day games on the East Coast start at 3 a.m. for me.
2: So we kick it off tomorrow at 1040. What time will that be tomorrow? That will be Monday it's at what time? 3 Oh, I, I highly advise do not get up for that.
9: <laughs> well, my alarm goes off at 4.30 for work, so it'll be about the third or fourth inning. 4.30?
2: Oh, god.
9: Yeah, I started at 6. so.
2: Well, by the time you get to work, the game will be – who knows what the game will be. I can't yeah, – right. you never know. Like, today, today's game, we had a pitch clock, right? Today's game was three hours. Can you imagine if we didn't have a pitch clock?
9: Oh, to be still going. Yeah, it um it's a rough season, but you know, and like you say, they're not going to bring these guys up because of the, the free agency stuff, and yeah, that's not going to change, which is a shame that some people would rather win, some people would just like to save a bit of money at the at this at this time,
2: yeah, it's uh you know all that stuff's are out of our control, it's been collectively bargained between yep. the owners and the players. The economic system has been set up the way it's set up, and I will always say, my God, how stupid they were years ago when they had a chance to break the players and break the players' union and they sacrificed the World Series. They should have done it then, and then you'd have a sport with a salary cap now and you'd be more like the NFL and the NBA, and then you wouldn't be doing this kind of stuff. I mean, I mean. If you had a salary cap, you wouldn't be doing this stuff. You would get you. If you had a salary cap, you would get your best players up here as fast as possible, especially in a rebuild. Absolutely,
9: yeah, yeah. Because um, and when's the next bargaining agreement? Another two years? Three years? Oh, three years. Yeah, and and by that time, the players will be even stronger. So it's going to be even harder to get a salary cap.
2: Uh oh, yeah, you're not it's just the whole thing's a mess. The whole thing. I mean, it's like and now it's going to be owners fighting owners. It's just it's yeah. it's it's just uh it's a system that's not probably long-term sustainable. No, not at all. It's and there could be some ugly stuff that's going to come up. All right, Lucas, call me tomorrow Let's after go you got to get up sight. super early. Thanks, Chris. Take care. Yeah, Yeah, we're three years away from that, but this next one, you thought we had a little lockout this last time? Oh, man. Because now, really, the fight is between owners. And there's a lot of owners, and and that's something that, God, I really don't want to get into this, but that is something that, when a lot of stuff's being said on Twitter, Twitter now and a lot of stuff being said, like, I can't believe the other owners. Remember, there's 11 owners who have a payroll under $100 million this year. 11. There's a lot of owners that were not happy. They had to agree because they wanted to get their money, but there's a lot of owners that weren't happy with this last CBA. That's why I tell you, don't believe the crap you see on Twitter. These people don't know. You'd be very surprised how many owners are looking around and are not thrilled with the way baseball is going and what's happening with the players. There's a lot. And you'll see it in three seasons. When that season ends, you wait. Mark my words. All the stuff that I just kind of throw out there, you'll start to see it. There, every, everybody in our world right now acts like all the owners think like the Yankees and the Mets and the Dodgers and the Padres. It's not the case. Not the case at all. There's more owners that think like John Fisher than you think. That's not going to be very popular in our fan base right now. I understand it, but in three years, you'll know. You'll know what I'm saying. That's why I stay off Twitter. That's why I really don't talk about this stuff. But there's reality, and there's Twitter. But as we know, on Twitter, we all go to what we we want to hear right that's why we follow certain people and don't follow others we follow people we want to hear the information we want to get but there's a you know start of the year a lot of people didn't know that there's a lot of teams payrolls under 100 million and everybody's been getting pretty decent sized checks they're just showing you they're not happy there there is a big there's a big rift that's not being talked about between more of the owners at the bottom versus the owners at the top. There's a big rift between them. It'll come to a head, but it's going to be some years. All right, then number 833-625-2278. A's with the loss 12-1. to 1. They're now 12-48. and 48. They've lost 13 straight on the road. Your phone calls and more next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
8: We're almost halfway through baseball season, and there's no better time to build your collection of TOPS trading cards. TOPS packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and tops.com to collect the newest product of the season TOPS Series 2 Baseball. Follow at TOPS on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today.
11: If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy to use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep.
12: Swung on hit the right field hit deep Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that
4: you're listening to A's cast.
3: Lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep hit a ton hit way back to left and that is in the upper deck bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My. Goodness, he hit that ball a long way.
4: This is the A's Clubhouse
2: Show. All righty. Who do we got as a caller? Who am I missing? George, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. How are you doing this afternoon? Johnny, how
10: are you doing over there? I hear your voice. You sound really, really down right now.
2: Uh, you know what? I am down right now. I can't hide it. Okay, okay. I hate losing. So, I know,
10: I know. But so, you know, everybody's talking about 2024, 2024. So, the way I see it, what are we going to do with this season now, 2023? Are you asking me? Yes, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The only way I could see this long season to make something positive about this long season, you need to think fun, you need to think cheap, and you need to figure out where are these quick band-aids. Fun, cheap, and quick band-aids.
2: Fun, cheap, quick. Well, the, (laughs) the fun and cheap to me are all the guys in the minor league system.
10: Speaking of the minor leagues, there is a minor leaguer
2: who I I want the A's to grab. Okay, you got. Oh, you got somebody outside the organization. And yes,
10: but it's kind of tricky to get them, but it's possible.
2: Uh, okay, I'm all. I got nothing. Hey, at twelve and forty-eight, I've got nothing to lose. <laughs>
10: okay, okay. Since the A's have plenty of batters batting under two hundred. Yeah. I think this one player in the Texas Rangers minor leagues in round with the Round Rock Express <laughs> might be fun to have as a fun, cheap, quick band aid.
2: All righty. All right. But the
10: problem is he's against, you know, your age limit of uh twenty eight. He's actually thirty one years old.
2: Oh my god. No. Oh my god. <laughs>
10: You want to get older? You want to, you
2: want to get older? He's
10: What's his older. name? You know you love him old. <laughs> oh my God. How old? how Who is he? His name is. He used to play for the Pirates. His name is Yoshitomo Tsugo.
2: Okay. And now, Yoshitomo. What? Tsugo. Tsugo is spelled T S U.
10: T-S-U-G-O. T-S-S-U-G-O. And the key thing with him is if you get pitchers out there who pitch under 95 miles an hour, he can possibly swing for the fences and hit it. But if it's going under over 95, sit him on the bench.
2: Yoshi Tusa-Go.
10: Tusa-Go. He used to be a pirate. <clears throat> and he can bat under 200 for you. He can play a little bit of first, a little bit of DH, and a little bit third. He All was right. a good player in Japan, but in the big leagues, this is powerball. ball. He can't hit pitches over ninety-five.
2: Well, that's kind of a problem because everybody throws ninety-five or more.
10: I know, I know, yeah.
2: <laughs> so where but, uh, is he right uh, now? Where is where the... is
10: he right now? He's uh, he's with the Rock Express, AAA, Rock
2: Round Express, with the Rangers. Oh God, he was terrible in Pittsburgh. <laughs> you know you want him. Oh you know my you God! Want him. Like you need him. <laughs> okay, so in Tampa in one year. Okay, this is one uh-huh. year. So yeah. his first year in Tampa, fifty-one games. He hits a buck ninety-seven.
10: Ooh, ooh right. he almost got out of two hundred. All right,
2: then the next, <laughs> It sounds like an Oakland A already. All right. Uh, <laughs>
10: Big for this year, oh my god. He's, he
2: could hit third. All right. Uh <laughs> 2021. He starts uh-huh. out in Tampa hitting a buck sixty-seven. Then he uh-huh. goes to the Dodgers. Buck twenty. Uh-huh. Then he finishes in Pittsburgh. Wait a minute. Get ready. Might win a batting title. He hit two two sixty-eight. And then last year. With the, uh, or yeah, last year with the, with the pirates, 50 games, he had a buck 71. Uh-huh. Sounds so, like an Oakland to me. And well, how's he, he how's he doing in Round Rock? How's <laughs> he doing in Round Rock right now?
10: Uh, he's probably about like, what, 250 or 240 or somewhere on this, or I
2: don't know. I'm going to look at He needs at to be it.
10: on the West Coast. You can cheer him up with his podcast here. All
2: right, hold on. Round Rock. Let's see what he's doing, because I might.
10: we got to have a Japanese lesson.
2: <laughs> I'm going to, I mean, I, I'm willing to buy here. Yeah. Oh, my in God. In good words, Are Andy. you Put kidding in in me? Words.
10: You're the leader of the band.
2: Are you ready? we got to get this guy. He's on fire. There he's hit He's hitting 230. <laughs> he's hitting 232.
10: Yeah. Fun, cheap, quick band-aid, perfect for the Oakland A's in
2: 2023. Yeah, he's in AAA right now.
10: He's close. He's close. We have he's quadruple hit, A right here. Bring he's, him up.
2: He's hitting. He's hitting two thirty-two. Three home runs. Twenty RBIs. He's got a All seven right. fifty-six OPS. Sounds like an Oakland A already. Bingo. Thirty-one <laughs> years old. Has no batting average. Sign him up. <laughs> Sign him up. Minor league contract. Bring him over. I Give mean him from the Rangers. <laughs> Call the Rangers right. Call Chris Young and the Rangers right now. Ha, have, Rangers have don't want them. We'll take them. Hey, hey, hey! Mark Kotze and Bruce Bochi are buddies. Kotze played for Bochi. kotze has got to get nice. on the horn now and say that he's nobody nice. you got a Triple A. He's got to yeah. be ours.
10: He's got to be ours. Send him to Oakland. It's
2: I like it. Tough. I'm in. Okay. All right, Bobby. Hey, I man, you sold me. You sold me. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that's how desperate I am. I'll take this. Thank you,
10: Tony.
2: You, you. you have a great evening.
10: You too, Tony. Thank you.
2: Uh huh. Two thirty-two. You kidding me? Three bombs. Sounds like an Oakland A already. Here is the manager, Mark Kotsay. After this loss.
12: Yeah, you know, Luis, this is a big day for him. Um, you know, he's from the Dominican. He's a young kid. Um, had a lot of family here, I'm sure, and. You know, you know the emotions going to be there, and, and I think it got the best of him today. He came out, um, you know, he's been able to throw strikes uh, pretty consistently in, in his starts here with us, and today you could just see the lack of command and, and just lack of feel, and there was a lot of emotion out there. Um, so, young man, uh, you know, it's challenging. It's challenging for for that type of experience to happen. Uh, I'm sure he's, you know, feeling it as well, um, you know, in terms of just the line, you know, the four walks and. You know, inability to really throw his off-speed pitches, you know, in close to the zone to get some swing and miss. Uh, you know, the Marlins took advantage of just you know having him come over the play with his fastball, and, and they did a good job.
1: So you could really see this difference today. He basically
12: pitching here, well,
1: yeah. Ball. I think
12: I think you know for for him, it's it's, it's it was a big day, and uh, you know he's he's had some good outings for us. Uh, you know, where he's pitching in the sixth inning, and today just he just didn't have it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, they're, they're, Luis Arise is obviously, he's hit close to 400. Yeah. Um, what's making him so tough?
12: Well, I mean, he he's just a professional hitter. I mean, he controls the strike zone. He, uh, You can tell every at bat, you know, with two strikes, he's not panicked. Um, you know, you, he's one of the best in the game right now, and, and he's at the top of the order. And, uh, you know, the results are there, and, and they're consistent. Um, there's been a lot of teams not able to get him out this year. Uh, their
1: young starter, you know, he had a lead. How
12: much do you think that helps? Obviously, yeah, it helps. I mean, you know, you gotta, like you said, you know, you get a young starter out there and you give him a little cushion. He he can breathe a little bit. Um, and uh, you know, we offensively um, the last two days have you know been challenged. Um, you know, the changeups a real pitch. Um, Marlins throw it well, and again, they used it well today. They used his breaking ball well, and uh, you know, I mean, you tip your cap.
10: You had traffic, I mean, you got runners on. You're just the frustration of not getting the, the key
12: hit that get, get through? Yeah, I mean, offensively, we, we, we can get some hits, but we, we string a few together, um, you know, not consistently. So uh, the confidence in the lineup right now, you know, offense is uh, contagious, Hitting's contagious. Um, you know, there, later in the uh, game, I thought we had better at-bats uh, than we did early. So, um, you know, you focus on those better at-bats and, and prepare for tomorrow.
2: All righty, we'll get you ready for tomorrow morning's action next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
11: They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a
0: great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. Calling all kids. It's kids cheer free all summer long. Bring your kids ages 14 and under to the ballpark on Sunday home games for free. After cheering on your green and gold, race around the bases with Stomper on the same field that your favorite ace players do. In the fifth inning, a swing and a high fly ball. Deep left center field. Fletcher is back. He's at the wall.
3: It's a grand slam for Ryan Nota.
0: Get your tickets now at athletics.com slash kids free. That's athletics.com slash kids free.
3: We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good. But it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com.
8: At Safe, we design award-winning security to protect every inch of your home. It's easy to set up yourself, and now there's an even easier option. Have an expert do it for you with SimpliSafe Pro Install. Always protecting, never a contract. Two easy installation options. Backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new system
7: with interactive monitoring at simplysafecom slash radio. There's no safe like Safe.
4: To the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now, through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1 800 Xfinity, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account, restrictions apply, taxes and fees extra. After promo regular rates supply, actual speeds vary.
3: 0-2, lined in right. That's going to get home a run on one bounce in front of Sanchez. One run is in. Laureano is home. The shutout is gone. The A's score for the first time at South Florida this weekend, and it's a 9-1 game. Langoliers is 25th, run batted in. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: All righty, time to take a look at the scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. Right now it's 2-2, Sox, and Rays. In the top of the eighth inning, they played earlier today at Fenway, and Boston won Game One of the Double Dip, eight to five. Top of the sixth, Minnesota leads Cleveland two to one. Yankees beat up on the Dodgers yesterday, and they lead them once again. Down Chavez Rivita in the fifth, four to one. Later on tonight, Baltimore at San Francisco, and Chicago at San Diego, Atlanta at Arizona. Finals. You got White Sox beat Detroit 2-1, a final in 10. Pirates over the Cardinals 4-3. to three. And it was Texas all over Seattle 16-6. to six. The Rangers offense, wow. Great play in this, by the way. You got to see it. I've only saw it briefly. Jonah Heim, a runner, I believe it was first and third, Runner stealing from first to second. Jonah Heim, I don't know. He throws it, and it goes right into the ground. I don't know if it hit the batter or whatever, and it basically is like a ground ball right to shortstop. Shortstop picks it up. I think it's Seeger. and he guns the runner, who now from third is trying to score. It's oddest play and throw out at, at home that you'll see. Really bizarre. I know they had it on MLB.com. I only got to see it real quick before I came on. But it was Texas 16, Seattle 6. And it was Philadelphia 4, Washington 2. Houston over L.A. The Angels again at home 9-6. Colorado beat Kansas City 6-4. Toronto over the Mets 2-1. And the Brew Crew, they beat the Reds 10-8. What's on Deck presented by Ashby Lumber for all your for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. 10 a.m. That's what we got. We're going to get you rolling with Mark Kotze tomorrow at 10 a.m. A's Total Access brought to you by Chevron. Jordan McPherson, Marlins beat writer, will join Alex Jensen from the Miami Herald, and Tommy Everidge will join Vince Catronio. And then first pitch, Blackburn, Alcantara, Two righties, two all-stars. Tomorrow, 1040, first pitch. 10 a.m. A's total access, 1040, first pitch. So do whatever you got to do in the morning. Whatever you got to take care of, 10 a.m., A's cast, A's radio network. 10 a.m. we start, 1040, first pitch. Thank you, everybody, for sticking around tonight. I know it was tough. Three hours and one minute of not very good baseball. As the Athletics lose to the Marlins, twelve to one. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful Saturday, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network.
9: This has
4: been the A's Clubhouse Show.
9: Now the pitch to Matthias is swung on and missed, and the A's have won it. Improbable, but a great win for the A's.
3: On the run is Osuna. He's at the wall. It carries, and it will go. Opposite field home run for Seth Brown.
4: Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post
7: game for every game.
12: Hit the right field and shallow. A trio of A's kept going up, makes an unbelievable circus catch. And Adele goes back to second. A leaping, diving play by Tony Kemp.
4: Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.